0: Hey beautiful friend, do you struggle sometimes with negative self-talk? I know I do. Today we're going to talk about a spiraling protocol that you can use. This has been just such a powerful tool for mind management, for emotional command, and it can help anytime you're struggling with negative emotions and you're feeling stressed, you're overwhelmed, you're feeling anxious, frustrated, discouraged, you're beating yourself up, whatever it might be for you. This is a protocol that you can follow that's going to help you process those emotions. It's going to decrease kind of that harsh inner critic that you're dealing with and it's going to bring a lot of relief. And this has been something that I've applied throughout the day and then I sometimes will sit down and actually take time to really work through something in depth if it's weighing on me. So whatever it is for you, if it's just negative self-talk that you're bumping up against in your day-to-day life or if it's in those moments when you're really struggling with something. Hey sister, welcome to Arm to the Heart. Do you want to make an impact as a military mom and be the best mom and leader you can be at the same time? Are you finding yourself stressed and weighed down by guilt with how much your time your work steals from your family and often worry that they're getting the leftovers of you? Do you feel alone carrying the heavy load of pregnancy, postpartum, of motherhood and uniform with so many expectations of performing your job, stay physically fit and such little support? hey i'm megan and in my early years as an active duty mom in the army i was so burnt out i was just wishing for more time with my baby the freedom to actually put my family and faith first while still giving my best of the team and i was giving all i had but it just never felt like enough trying to bounce back quickly feeling all those pressures prove myself in a male dominated unit trying to manage the home the best of my ability and keep our marriage strong through so much long distance and dual military life i just felt like i was falling short in all of it but especially failing my family I felt exhausted, I felt trapped in the army, like I was losing myself and what mattered most along the way and just doubting whether all of those sacrifices were worth it. I finally cried out to God to direct my path and he started showing me that there's a different way to find more balance and more purpose. So in this podcast, you're going to find time management strategies, holistic health and fitness tips and mindset transformations so you can find that balance that you long for to be who you're called to be for both your family and your work without having to compromise what's most important. So lace up those boots and put on the armor of God. Let's run this race up before us as sisters in arms, as sisters in Christ. So today I'm gonna teach you six simple steps. So you're gonna wanna take a pen and paper, get a journal out and write these down, or if you're doing something while you're doing this, if you're doing a workout, if you're doing the dishes, just grab your notes app on your phone, and and type these out as you're listening because this is going to be something you're going to want to refer back to. And I I really walk my clients through this in coaching sessions because it can just be so helpful to take kind of the the mess of swirling thoughts in our mind and, and just bring a lot more clarity to what's really going on beneath the surface and get to the root of it. And then allow the Lord in and allow that process to take unfold where we're truly taking our thoughts captive in obedience to Christ and we're renewing our mind so this is what it can look like I want to give you a way a framework to use and you don't have to do all this perfectly it's not about that in any way but this is just a tool and it's gonna give you some really good kind of ways of thinking about how to process through really challenging thoughts and emotions and dealing with any situations in your life, whether it's the circumstances that are out of your control, that may feel frustrating, or whether it's, it's really big challenges that you're experiencing in your life, or the difficulties of balancing day-to-day life with kids and with work and everything on your plate, I've got you. All right, so the first thing that I walk my clients through is to identify the thoughts. So what are you thinking about the circumstance the situation, what's going on? How are you feeling about it? What are you making it mean? Those are a couple questions you can ask. But what I really want you to hear is if you're going to do this through journaling, then this is where you would just write down just to do a thought download, like a brain dump. What are all the things you're thinking about and what's on your mind? Step number two is to name the emotion. So, or emotions, plural, but there's going to be one primary emotion that you're probably feeling about that circumstance or about the situation. So if you could describe how you're feeling in one word, what would it be? And then if you want to take this a step further, where do you feel it in your body? What does it feel like? If it were a shape, if it were a color, what would it look like, right? So you can kind of visualize this and then just sinking into your body and, and this really helps you to be present and allow that emotion to be felt and acknowledge it and allow it to have space to kind of be processed through, to be released. Number three is to now evaluate kind of the trajectory and the fruits. Where do those thoughts and feelings lead? How's it causing you to show up in your life? What is it leading to? An action of some kind, a reaction, maybe inaction, maybe procrastination, right? If it's maybe something you're anxious about or afraid of or that's uncomfortable, maybe it leads to procrastination. I know that's something definitely that, that impacts me. If I'm succumbing to perfectionism in some way, usually the result of that, the fruit of that, is procrastination, right? Because I don't want to get it wrong. So it's almost like, okay, if I don't try, if I don't start, then I can't fail, right? And so it can lead to avoiding something. So when you're evaluating the trajectory and the fruits, we're kind of pinpointing, what are we focusing on here, right? So after we've identified, what are the thoughts? What are, what's my feeling that I'm feeling? What are the emotions? Then where is that leading, right? And now we get to move into the fourth step, which is discern. So you can ask a few questions here. Is this true? Is this thought true? Or are these thoughts true in the first place, right? Are they good? Are they useful? Is it serving me? Is it serving my family? Is it serving others? Is it helping me or is it keeping me stuck? And when you look at number three, the trajectory, right, of where those thoughts and emotions are leading, you'll start to see, right, is this helpful or is this keeping me stuck in some way? Is this actually driving me into a deeper hole than I even started in? What's the tone of this thought? Is this accusatory? Is it critical? Is it judgmental? Is it harsh, right? It's probably not of the Lord. It's probably from the enemy then, if it sounds like that, right? Am I becoming a better person for thinking or believing this? Is it leading me closer or farther away from God? Those are some questions you can start to ask in this discernment step. Then the next step is to prayerfully invite God in. And this can be really simple, just asking, Lord, what do you want to say to me here, right? What is your interpretation? What are you teaching me through this right now? Maybe through the situation that I'm dealing with. What do you want to tell me? Let me just listen to your voice right now. I want to hear you. So that's just the conversation with God, open, honest dialogue. like. Bring it all to him. All those thoughts, no matter how ugly they are, all those emotions, no matter how uncomfortable they feel, how yucky they feel, if they're really negative, invite God in. Lay them all at the foot of the cross. And when you ask him to come be with you there, sometimes he might give you a word, sometimes he might give you a scripture, passage, a phrase, a song, an image, or just a feeling of his presence. Any of those things or all of them. Then the next step number six is to renew your mind this is where you get to decide how am i going to move forward maybe it's a release maybe it's renouncing a lie that you're believing about yourself or about somebody else or just you're falling away from truth like the truth of god's word when you did that evaluation of the discernment right is this thought true is it good is it useful is it helpful is it drawing me closer farther away from god Maybe we need to renounce something that's from the enemy. Maybe we need to repent in some way. Maybe we need to reclaim the truth of who God says that we are or ask God to fill us with the truth, wisdom, perspective that he desires that we have, right? And here as in this last step of this process of renewing your mind, it's important to just highlight we're not just swapping a a negative for a positive thought. That will only take us so far and really it's it's kind of a brute force way of trying to to have mental and emotional command that actually doesn't really work. It doesn't allow space for the emotions to be processed in a healthy way. So what ends up happening is they often get buried or they get suppressed down, and then they come out in ways that we don't want them to, right? In the ways that we're responding to our kids' needs, in the ways that we are responding to their tantrums and their meltdowns. If we can't hold space for our own emotions, then we're not gonna be able to hold space for other people's, especially our kids, when they're in even less emotionally mature states, right? so here what we can do is we can lean on bridge or ladder thoughts so this could be for example I'm open to believing that it is possible that I'm considering I'm seeking evidence that I'm learning that I'm becoming a person who like those are some examples you see how it's it's not we're there already but we're making the bridge from where we are meeting ourselves where we are emotionally and in our thoughts our situations We're kind of creating this bridge closer to where we want to be. But it's gentle. It's a one step at a time process. And sometimes it takes a little bit to get there. Maybe you're having a hard time believing you're beautiful or your body's beautiful postpartum. And you look in the mirror and all you can do is see maybe the way your body has changed, the stretch marks, scars. And you're looking and you're comparing yourself to. What society would define as beautiful and you have a really hard time saying I am beautiful and actually believing that when you look in the mirror right and I've been there I understand so that's an example where you can use the phrase I'm open to believing that my body is beautiful in this shape size and stage right I am learning that my body is beautiful just the way it is I'm becoming a person who knows that my value does not change as my body changes through the stages of motherhood. Those are some specific examples of that phrasing where you can see maybe you you can't go from point A to point B right away, and that is totally okay. What you can do to start kind of reframing in your mind these old beliefs or these patterns of beliefs which are often deeply ingrained right deeply ingrained wounds maybe from society from our childhood from a variety of environments that we've been in that we've been conditioned in sometimes it takes a little bit of time and that's also okay so give yourself that grace through the process and i just want to give you permission this doesn't have to look one certain way you don't have to have the perfect conditions a perfect quiet time to sit down and journal on these things like you can go through this process in one minute when you're dealing with this situation you're like "Ooh, I've, i'm feeling some type of way about this right or "Ooh, i'm feeling insecure about this thing that just happened at work or this conversation or this thing i have coming up i'm struggling with anxiety about this or i'm stressed about this i'm feeling overwhelmed about this oh man i'm feeling like i'm in a, a really impatient mood with my kids what's going on here this is when you get to use those like in everyday life in those moments when you don't have much time when you can't get a break and go you know go escape for a few minutes and and do this process and like sit down with the lord in prayer it doesn't have to look like that just knowing that it may take a few extra minutes as you go through it the first time second time third time the more you do this the more it becomes like second nature it can truly become like muscle memory to you and your mind. And those old thought patterns and beliefs that were keeping you stuck in insecurity and fears and stress and anxiety and overwhelm In all of those patterns, they don't have to keep you stuck in that prison anymore. You can start to break free. So this is a process to help you start to incrementally break free. But it starts with just being willing to try, right? And being willing to... Start asking some of these questions and getting curious and approaching it from that place of, as I always reinforce, this place of curiosity and compassion with yourself. Because what we tend to go to immediately is the criticism, right? And that's where we we stay stuck. So number one, just identify the thoughts. And as you're doing this, be neutral about it. The thoughts are probably going to be ugly, but I don't want you to censor them, right? You got to be honest with yourself. Those thoughts are swirling around in there, whether you write them on the page or not, or whether you bring them to the forefront of your mind or not, they're in there. So just that that process of awareness is the first step and it is such an important step. And don't even underestimate the importance of that and the impact that that can have. So if that's all you have time for is just becoming aware of your thoughts as a starting point, that's a beautiful thing and I want to celebrate that. Okay, so identify the thoughts. Second is name the emotion, right? What emotion are you feeling? What's the primary feelings? Number three, evaluating what is the trajectory and the fruits? Where where are these thoughts and feelings leading? How are they showing up in my life, in my actions, my reactions, my interactions? Maybe inaction, like we talked about. Number four, now we're in the discernment. Is this good? Is this true? Is this... Helpful Is it serving me? Is it serving others? Is it making me a better person? Is it drawing me closer or farther away from the Lord? Is it hurting or helping my relationships? What am I focusing on? And do I want to stay there, right? Then number five, prayerfully inviting God in. Letting the Lord in is so, so important. And he can do so much more than we can do on our own. So we don't have to do any of this in our own strength, and he doesn't want us to. So we should always be weighing everything in accordance with his word and the truth of his word then last number six is the process of renewing your mind and this is where you really get to take ownership you get to make the decision and you get to move forward so we don't have to be a victim to all of our circumstances we don't have to be a victim to what happens to us in life and all the situations and the way the roller coaster of everything that is going on around us and in our environment so we can maintain that interior peace and this is how because you get to choose you don't always get to choose what happens to you but you get to choose how you respond so maybe you're releasing, maybe you're renouncing, maybe you're repenting, or you're just reclaiming the truth, right? You're asking God to fill you with that truth. And maybe you know it in your head, but your heart is taking a little bit longer to come around. I know that happens often with things. And so that's where the bridge and the ladder thoughts can can help. You kind of cross over that gap from where you are right now to where you want to be. So I pray that this is helpful for you as a protocol that you can use whenever you're struggling in either thoughts or emotions or your mindset, when you're spiraling in negative self-talk or you're spiraling in negative thoughts, this is going to bring you immense relief. And again, give yourself permission to do it imperfectly, my friend. Try it today, try it tomorrow with anything that's weighing on you. It could be big, it could be little, it could be anything in between. And let yourself do it imperfectly. And then let yourself do it again and do it again and do it again and start to see the impact this has on your everyday life Because it is a beautiful process and if you need accountability in this if you want some support in this i would love to sit down with you on a coaching call so please feel free to schedule that i'll put the link in the show notes here and then i also want to encourage you in the upcoming weeks i will be announcing the next iteration of my group coaching community and this is a beautiful place where we can have the space to process these things together to really work on this just ownership of our mindset and a biblical mindset to approach everyday life, right? All the battles that we face on a day-to-day basis as wives, as mothers, as leaders, as women of faith in the environments that we're in, as change agents, really trying to make a difference. In my group coaching community the other day, one of our ladies was like, I think that is one of the most life-changing things that we do together is those thought downloads and that's what, that's what we call them, right? When we start to look at, okay, what's weighing on us, And we start to to get to the root of it. And she was like, I'm really bad about taking the time to do that myself, but it's so helpful when we do it together and when we when we have the space to do that and we process through it, right? And so having that accountability and that, that space and time carved out and having a community of like-minded women who can walk with you in that is life-changing. It's such a game-changer. And it really empowers you to start to build those habits of doing that on a daily basis or on a weekly basis, right? And just integrating it into your life in a manner that really serves you and allows you to just show up as the best version of yourself for the people that you love the most in your family, your children, your spouse, and those that you lead. All right. So I pray that that blessed you. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon, my friend. I'll talk to you later.